Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our 18th episode of Glacier Restaurant Group's podcast, Drifting, dedicated to learning more about members of the GRG family across positions, across concepts, and across the country. I'm Corey Utterback, and I work in human resources for Glacier Restaurant Group. As always, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Ryan Fuller. Hello. We paid a lot of money. For yeah, that. we're using it. This is now, every time you mention my name, that's the music that we're going to play. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Good afternoon. Thank you, Corey. Uh, thank you, listeners, GRG family, and anyone else who happens to stumble upon our podcast here. Happy to have uh, with us today our very good friend, Carrie Feely. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us. So, as you know, we start with a general introduction of yourself to our listeners. So we'll start with where were you born? Where did you grow up? And where did you go to school? I was born in San Diego, okay. California. Moved to Joshua Tree when I was eight. Um, did all my elementary, high school and such there. Okay. Um, in the desert. Got my bachelor's from Cal State San Bernardino. Nice. They had a satellite campus in Palm Desert. So it was a little bit closer we were at then. And I Got my master's through Washington State University with an online program. In Pullman? Yes. Okay, nice. And then how did you end up here? We came up to visit one summer um, when my son was two, I want to say. I have family up here. Okay. So we came in August and it was beautiful and great. We were trying to get out of the desert. (laughs) Um, I happened to look for job postings and saw the controller position on Craigslist and thought, what are the odds we have a restaurant group right in my line of work, right where we were looking to go. So did some interviewing and ended up moving up here for it. Gotcha. That's how we snag people. (laughs) (laughs) Trick them in coming in in August. Uh, Have you moved a lot in your lifetime? Not many different locations. Um, Stayed in Joshua Tree probably until I was 22, 23, and then moved down to the Palm Springs area in La Quinta. We were there for eight years and then moved up here. Okay. Up here though, we've been in or five different houses. Have you? Just for oh wow, rentals being fun. Oh my gosh, you know well, you live in Whitefish, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. so she knows the struggle. Yeah. Yep. What about a brief description of your family? So up here is my husband Mike. Um, we have been together for twenty years this April. Congrats. Yeah, and then we have one son named Connor. He will be ten in May. What about uh, rewind a little bit? What about uh, puppies and kitties? Well, we have two dogs. We have a coonhound Australian Shepherd mix named Piper, who's a really neurotic, but fun. <laughs> and then we have American Bulldog mix, whose full name is Beefer Sutherland. He goes that's, by Beefy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. He I was love that. a tank of a puppy, and my husband kept calling him Beef. And I was like, we are not Beefer naming Sutherland. our dog Beef. And they did that. I was like, okay, welcome to the family. <laughs> Look at this very distinguished gentleman. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a cat named Caesar who thinks he's one of the dogs, and we have two leopard geckos. Wow, that is fantastic. That's a menagerie. Yeah. Uh, What was your first job, and how did your career progress after that? I started as a server for a little Mexican restaurant called El Bronco Hmm. in Yucca Valley. Tiny little family-run place. (laughs) I think I was there about six months or so. And then I started to work for Denny's. Um, I did two years serving, and then I did two years restaurant management. Oh, you did? I did. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I started when I was 19. Okay. I made it to 21, but I used to work 
a super fun shift where I had two mornings from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then I had to do three nights from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, so I got the bar crowd. Yep. Yeah. And I made it till I had a guy who got mad that the Grand Slam was $6 instead of three. And he went outside and pulled a sign out of the parking lot and like came in and threw it at me across the oh, lobby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's I was a, like, okay, I think I'm done with customer that's facing. Your, that's your literal sign to get out yep. of. Like, <laughs> I was like, all you had to do was say, hey, I didn't bring enough money and I yeah, totally yeah. would have comped it for him. But instead... He threw a sign at you. (laughs) Okay. That would be the low road. Yes, that would be. (laughs) What are some of your hobbies? During the winter, we... I try and force myself to get out. So I'm trying to get better at snowboarding. Mm, Nice. Do snowshoeing. Um, I just tried cross country the other day. That is a very intense sport. It's terrifying. They're so tiny, but I'm used to a snowboard, so it's not okay. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll probably keep that up. Um, I enjoy horseback riding a lot. We do a lot of hiking summer. Try to stay on the water as much as possible. And then the kiddo keeps me pretty busy. And is he all into all the outdoor stuff too? Oh, yeah. 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 Anything active has to be going. For those who don't know, although most of our listeners do know, but for those who don't, what position do you work currently for GRG and how long have you worked for the company? I am the controller, so I help oversee the accounting department and I have been here for just over seven years. She keeps things moving. She is a very major cog in the wheel and we appreciate you. We do. And you're awesome to work with, Carrie. I want to, I want to get that on the record. Yes. Immediately in this podcast <laughs> will not be edited out. Thank you. So you kind of got into this, but I'm going to ask it again. How did your path end up crossing with GRG? And then how did you end up working for us? Um, When my son was very young, about two, the desert just got to be too much. So we couldn't go outside for five months of summer, Mm -hmm. but that you can't really find things to do unless they're fully inside. Um, It's just too hot. So we were trying to figure out where to go and we just really wanted a complete change. So we were between full-blown going to an island, full-blown like city, like Orange County, trying to get just something totally different there. And then we came up here to visit. I have an aunt and uncle and a couple cousins. And we visited for a week, really loved the area. And then I would browse um, different job sites, came across this one. I've been in hospitality in a different form pretty much my entire career. And this one came up. So I ended up doing a couple video interviews on Zoom actually got hired that way and then moved up. Was that just Kristen? Yes. I started with Kristen. Um, and then I think I had a couple different group ones. Yeah. Was I a part of any of those or did they, I don't think you they were. probably hid you from me yeah. or me from you. <laughs> probably smart. Yeah, probably smart. I would have scared you off. Good call in retrospect. What is your favorite aspect of the accounting discipline? I enjoy that when you're trying to puzzle things out, one and one have to equal two. Like there's no middle ground. There's it has no, to balance. Yeah, it has to be there somewhere. Sometimes that's the most frustrating part of it, but it's also, it's sort of black and white in that regard. People often go into human resources thinking, or they talk to human resources to solve a problem thinking that it's going to be black and white. Like, and, uh, like it's supposed to be an accounting and that's yep. just, and it's, there's a lot of gray yeah. and there's a lot of, well, we could make this call. There's a cost benefit on both. And that's a common frustration. Did you always want to move into accounting or did you have something you wanted to be when you were growing up? No. When I was little, I really wanted to be a professional show jumper for horses. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I've ridden since I was two, but I've never got, actually gotten into jumping. I do find it the 
ground level. I don't need it too high above the ground before yeah. <laughs> I fall. <laughs> so this this is something I know about you. I know you're a huge fan of Trader Joe's. <laughs> I am. I love it. And I know that, well, to say in the Flathead Valley, we don't have a Trader Joe's. And we do not. That, that makes all of us here at this table sad because I think we all enjoy the Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So if you hypothetically had a visit coming up to Joe's, okay, I'm just calling it Joe's for the heck of it. I don't know if that's cool or not. Probably not. Uh, but you were only limited to one item. You could only buy one thing in Joe's. You could buy it in any quantity. What would you buy and why? I would buy as much as they had of those dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Which you gave me one on our way back from Phoenix, and it was so good. They're amazing. They are so. It's so much better than the milk chocolate version. I yep. mean, it's not even in the same stratosphere. And that's another thing about I've noticed about Carrie is that she is a sharer. She mm-hmm. shares. She's also really nice too because she'll limited to one thing is obviously part of the hypothetical, <laughs> but she will ask people in the office, "Hey, I'm headed to this place and I'm going to Trader Joe's. Can I get you? Anything? Can I? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. With, within reason." The correct answer to that question would have been the lease. You could have, you could just buy the lease and now you have all of Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> the closest one is Missoula now, right? Are they opening one? I haven't heard if they are or not. They're opening one in Coeur d'Alene. Oh, Co- that's right. It's Coeur d'Alene. Oh, that's, yeah. But otherwise it was it, right Spokane. now it's Spokane. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. My sister's right outside Denver and just had one open by her house. So she sends me packages. Nice. It does come to Montana. I Suppose it's Billings or Missoula. Billings, Missoula, maybe maybe, maybe Bozeman. Bozeman. Obviously, there's Whole Foods in that whole spectrum too. Yeah. But I don't think there's a Whole Foods yet. Is there in, that I know of? Is no, it? I haven't seen one. There's the Good Food Store in Missoula, right? Which it's is sort of similar, which but. is private. I mean, that thing's mm-hmm. been there for, yeah. since the dawn of time. Who is one of your heroes and why? I don't have anybody like outside of my personal life, but I think I really admire my sister. Growing up, we didn't always have the best home life growing up, but she is personally to me one of those annoying people who's just always perky. (laughs) But she lights up a room and she does it in a way where she never comes across as condescending. Like she's just genuinely that nice. Yeah, And she just had her third child and still handles everybody with patience and grace. And it's something I'm unable to do. So it's very neat to watch and sort of admire how she's grown into it. I think you're selling yourself short. I think you're very patient and very graceful. So I'll just throw that out. I'm just, I'm, I'm paying Carrie a lot of compliments. Uh, so I get to, I love it that I get to ask the music question. And I, and I know we've talked about music before you and I specifically. So I know you love live music. What are the top two concerts or shows that you've ever seen? I have to say this was very hard. Mm-hmm. I had to text my best friend and be like, okay, narrow it down. Like what <laughs> shows? Because they all sort of run into each other. We went in our senior year of high school was the very first year of Coachella. Mm-hmm. We scalped tickets for a Saturday night and we got to see Rage Against the Machine and Tool, which that's all we went for. We didn't even look at the other stages. We just went to that. Rage was awesome. Tool had two girls on silks down and performed while they did and they just nailed it. It was so good. And then I think the other one would have to be Ozfest in 2004 had such a good lineup. We saw Hatebreed. Otep, Slipknot, Slayer, Judas Priest, uh, Ozzy was up singing, which is hilarious because you can't understand oh, him yeah. when he talks. <laughs> right. But when he but sings, he still sings oh, amazingly. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's totally true. Yep. And we got Carrie King's autograph from Slayer. We got Hate Breed's autograph and a bunch of swag that year. So it was really fun. Uh, if you could travel anywhere and see any one band or artist currently alive and performing, who would you see? 
I would say travel somewhere tropical just because. I really want to see Metallica again. I got to see them once, but had a little bit too much fun and don't remember <laughs> seeing them other than singing along as I walked through pits. Yeah, that's a common theme in many of their shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have seen Metallica and it was a great show. It was, it was, I've seen them once and it was kind of one of those bucket lists for me. And I was glad I was able to do it. Have you ever had a nickname? I have one friend who sort of calls me Care Bear, but it's like a late in adult life thing. And then for some reason growing up, my sister would call me TT and we have no idea where it came from, (laughs) but that's about it. Otherwise everybody pretty much sticks to Carrie. Does anybody around the office call you Care Bear? No. Perry is Perry Bear. Perry tried something out the other day and I forget what it was, but everybody just sort of stopped. And looked <laughs> you know, immediately if the nickname's going to stick, right? Yeah, it's like, just, I was just trying it out. Yeah, it's just, you know, taking it for a test ride. Uh, if you could go back in time once, do you have an idea of when or where you would travel? My mom passed when I was pretty young. So I think I would go back to the seventies and sort of see what she was like. Oh, that's growing cool. up and see. She grew up there. She used to be a surfer um, and just hang out. She just sound like a really cool person. What do you like to eat from any one of our menus? I probably eat at Mackenzie the most, and I try generally stick with the Mackenzie River. I love veggie pizza. Veggie pizza, yeah. On a thin crust. But then the other day when we brought in um, the Madison mm-hmm. with the bacon and the ricotta, that was really, really good. Yeah, that, so was, I- a, that was a original or almost original pizza that was gone for a while, and we brought it back specifically for Nick Wynn. He, it was his favorite growing up in Bozeman's. What are the last three emojis you used on your phone or what is your current favorite go-to GIF? I like how Kate always sends them out for the office and I cannot get one to go into my emails for the life of me. Um, Ryan taught me how to use them. <laughs> I do use them a lot. I was like, what are these moving pictures in the text string? I've never seen anything like this before. I only know the talkies. <laughs> yeah, there's one on the phone that I'll use from Sandlot. Like the four oh, yeah. ever when your days just go on. Yeah. And then otherwise the emojis are pretty boring. There's like a smiley face and a heart zombie. Do you collect anything? I don't currently. I have a stamp collection from when I was little. My dad worked at the post office and mm. sort of bought it for me. So I still hang on to them, but it's not something I actively collect unless you want to count pets. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you do. Nina said in her podcast that she collects debt, so that counts. <laughs> well, let's let's go back a little bit. Debt and cardboard boxes. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, fantastic. Jeremy said he collects coins, but then immediately threw himself under the bus and said, "Nerd alert!" <laughs> do you have any special secret or hidden talents? I'm very good directionally. Like if I get to a place once, mm. I can always get back to it. That's I might always, not remember awesome. street names or be able to give you directions. But your Other. sense of direction and where you are. Yeah. I, that nice. impresses me so much when people, Townsend's unbelievable. Yep. Ridgeway's unbelievable. Uh, Kevin's very good. But they can, yeah, within minutes of being in a place, they know north, south, east, west. They know how to connect to every highway. They know, I mean, it's, it's just not me at all. I remember going on vacation and using maps and have to use them or would be screwed. And then when, when GPS was coming out, I was like, there's no way this is going to work. I mean, there's no way that they're going to be able to map out the entire world. But now I could, there's no way I could live without GPS. No way. I think most kids today probably couldn't either. They don't know how to read a map. What is something that you've done, but probably never will again? And again, some people answer this. Some people take the fifth. No, I, the last time I was in Vegas with my girlfriends, um, one of my friends stayed at Stratosphere for a bit and got like a comp dinner up mm-hmm. top. So I agreed to go and I <laughs> am terrified of heights. Yeah. That's like, 
so bad. I couldn't look out the window. Like she had to request one up against the elevator banks, not the window. Oh goodness. And I was double fisting wine for the entire dinner. <laughs> the server like took a picture and I'm just grimacing at him. Like, this is great. Get me out of here. But I survived yeah. and we did it and I hope to never do it again, but we made it. <laughs> well, that's a good a segue time. into the next question. I have a feeling I know the answer to the next question. <laughs> well, do you have any irrational fears? We know it was, so you're afraid of heights, but how about any other? Yeah. Heights is probably the worst and then oh. public speaking. Hmm. Well, yeah. I would call both of those rational fears, yeah. but they qualify for the question. Yeah. 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 But heights is so bad. Like, I don't like driving up the mountain. I don't like being on the chairlift. So if we had you giving a speech to everybody up on the mountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <a> double, <laughs> double whammy. Yeah, like going to the Sun Road um, in the park. Oh, that is a rough like, road. What if I want to look out the window? I'm like, get on a trolley or something. I am not driving this road. <laughs> I am not looking out the window. Like, I cover my eyes. I can't. But you're okay. Like, so you you snowboard. So you're okay when you get to the top of a lift? Like no, you- I don't like lifts at all. Oh, okay. But I still do it. Wow. That's, that's impressive. Cause yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who have fears of heights who do not set foot on a mountain yeah. snowboard or not. As a disclaimer, I'm not a good snowboarder. So I am on the beginner. Sure. Lift, so right. they're not yeah. the ones so was like I. over the cliffs. <laughs> I still hate getting off of chair three with a snowboard. It's, so it's annoying. Hard. It's so annoying. It's so much easier on skis, but I prefer snowboarding. Okay. We've reached the trivia section. So time for a little trivia round. We've got eight trivia questions prepared, but you only need to choose three. They're a mix of company trivia and then easy to difficult general trivia. You'll select three numbers between one and eight, and we will ask you those questions. If you get one correct, you get a $10 coffee card. If you get two correct, you'll win a $25 Amazon card. And if you get three correct, you get to keep the $25 Amazon card. Plus you get to choose a restaurant and every employee in that restaurant will get 500 surge points. Three numbers between one and eight to select your question. Let's do two, four, and seven. Two, four, and seven. Seven is a popular one. Yeah. Who was the first James Bond? I want to say Sean Connery. Is that him? There you go. Wow. Pressure's off. Good job. <laughs> question number four. Which dinosaur could fly? The... Pterodactyl. Nailing it. The family of pterosaurs. Yeah. (laughs) Good job. It's unfair when you have a. You have a a 10 year old. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What are the three states of matter? Oh, solid, liquid, and gas. Boom. Boom. Three for three. That's the first time we've had a a perfect score in a while. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So from trivia, we jump right into some speed round questions and we'll start with. Favorite movie? One I always go to is Zombieland. Nice. With Woody Harrelson, right? Yes. Nice. Favorite beverage? Probably coffee, but I drink calf. I have anxiety. You do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you always done decaf or did you switch? No, I switched when I realized it was triggering it. I just love coffee, so I still drink it. Can I ask what your decaf of choice is if you're drinking coffee for taste? The brew from, there's a little roastery out of Missoula I just went on to. Uh, it starts with an H. I just did an order and mm. forgot. Uh, Hunter Bay. Oh, yeah, they nice. They do a really good decaf. Yep, Hunter Bay is pretty solid stuff. They, I, they were actually at a festival, outdoor music festival in Missoula. And I drank a lot of their coffee over two days. <laughs> favorite vacation or favorite place you've ever traveled? I went to Kauai uh, with my husband on our honeymoon. That's probably my favorite. Did you stay on the North Shore, South Shore? Um, We weren't on the North Shore. We were sort of on the South, but we traveled all over. Oh, did you? Okay. I got to do most of the activities. 
Yeah, Will knows that island very well, um, very, very well. And I believe they prefer to stay on the North Shore because it's not so hot and get some rain um, and it's a little less touristy. But he said the whole island is just incredible. Yeah. I'm going to try to go there over spring break, I believe, actually. There's a lot of chickens running around. Oh, sweet. They all look the same. So, like, the first day we were there, we just thought the same chicken was, like, following us. We're like, oh, no, there's just hundreds of the exact same looking chickens. It's a kawaii fever dream of chickens. Pet peeve. Who can't drive in traffic. (laughs) So everybody in the Flathead Valley. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Getting to school in the morning gets me very angry. Favorite book? Um, I really love, there's a book called Culty by Mariana Zapata. It's sort of just an easy read. And then the one that's more serious, I like the, um, the Tibetan book of living and dying. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. I hate mornings. Do you? (laughs) So much. (laughs) Is that, uh, has that... Carried over to Connor? Yes. Yeah. He, he'll he wake up and be happy about it, but like I need like an hour to even function. And my husband gets up at 4.30 every morning and it's like, you used to be a night owl. What happened? But <laughs> what happened to You've you? You've changed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Pistachio. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, nice one. Best pizza topping? Black olives. Nice. I love black olives on pizza. I do not, but... We will accept it. <laughs> I actually prefer to put fresh black olives, not fresh, but cold black olives on my pizza. So, oh my gosh, you guys are just making this worse by this. <laughs> so I'll order, like I'll order delivery for pizza. And then when it gets to the house, I'll, I'll You'll put I'll, your own. Yeah. Yeah. He picks the hot black olives <laughs> off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said cold black olives. <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting to the end here. So we have some final wrap up questions. What is one of your goals you struggle to achieve? To finish a task at work. <laughs> Just one, go from one task to the next and then back to a task. And then, yeah, yeah. sort of feels like I have ADD with everything getting thrown at me every day. So yeah. there's always a goal yeah. of finishing a task, but then I just add five more. <laughs> and you have a lot thrown at you. That's true. You do. You do. Yeah. As we mentioned at the beginning, you have a very important cog in the wheel. What is your go-to productivity trick? Speaking of remedies. I listen to just super fluffy books. When I work. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wow. It can't be something I want to pay like attention to, Yeah, yeah. but just enough like where I can have a background story oh, going. Interesting. And then it helps like when I'm just tying numbers out through stuff. That would not work for me. Me either. <laughs> there, I can't even listen to songs with lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> All of, if anybody ever pays attention, you go in my office, it is mostly electronic jazz. Yep. It's, and sometimes just piano music. And then every once in a while, like <laughs> the pan flute. <laughs> That explains a lot. <laughs> it certainly does. If I do music, I want to sing along and nobody wants to hear that. So. <laughs> hey, you can you can sing along because I'm on the other side of the office. So. <laughs> what energizes you at work and what energizes you outside of work? I think at work is more when you get close to a project or you know you have somebody sort of relying on you to finish your piece of it. That sort of gives me a boost. Sure. Or say if somebody on the team needs help, I'm sometimes it's nice to step away from what I'm doing to sort of help. That makes sense. Um, at home, we generally blare music and sort of for cleaning, to have a little cleaning party. And you have a, yeah, I mean, based on the bands that you've listened to and traveled to, you have a pretty hardcore taste in music. So that could lend itself to some very quick cleaning. It does. Yeah. <laughs> is Connor kind of follow? I mean, he's obviously younger, but is he kind of following in your footsteps? Is he? Or? I play more punk at the house because okay. it's not quite as heavy and he can sing along. I'm going to take him to his first concert this year. Ooh, sweet. We're going to oh. go see the Interrupters. 
Nice. Where? Uh, at the Wilma. Yeah, yeah. the Wilma yeah. in Missoula. That'd be a great show. When is yeah. that? No, Corey, you can't get tickets. No, it went, <laughs> it's the end of April. End of April. Nice. That's yeah. cool. I That'll booked be us great. up on the balcony. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where that I sit, be but fun. because I'm an, an old man. Wilma shows are at the point where I go there and I kind of just look back at why I'm, I am middle-aged. Like <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I have those realizations and fairly comfortable with it. I'm not sure. angrily middle-aged. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm that guy just standing in the back, just going, all right, this is nice. No, I saw them last summer at the kettle house and I probably should have been down in the pit because nobody else was like dancing around like I was. That'd be like, great. That's yeah. a great age for a first concert like that too. Oh, he's going to, he's going to have a blast. I told him about it. So we've been listening to their songs every single day nice. over and over. So I don't think I'll ever forget the lyrics. <laughs> uh, if you could snap your fingers and become an expert in something, anything, what would it be? Probably snowboarding because it is mm. hard to learn and it hurts. Yes, it does, it does <laughs> hurt. Uh, yeah, I, I grew up snowboarding, but now I pretty much, I do it every once in a while, but I have to do skiing because it's just too hard on my knees snowboarding. I'm self-taught, but out yeah. of like Big Bear. Oh, okay. In California where yeah. it's sunny and it's not, even the greens here aren't the blues there. Right. So what is something you saw recently that made you smile? The kiddos have a snowboard day that they get to go up on the mountain for. And my son was completely dressed, snowsuit on, snowboard boots on by 655. Uh-huh. Wow. Which just made me smile. Yeah, I don't want to be late. We that have to go. Excited. Like, we have an hour. You'll be fine. <laughs> what is the best advice you were ever given? Um, a good friend of mine told me you have to value yourself before anybody else will. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be a very hard thing to do, but it definitely plays out in your life. That's the the, the metaphor of uh, putting your own oxygen mask on before you can help anyone else. If you're not taking care of yourself, then. So what about, is that the advice that you would pass along or do you have other advice that you'd pass along either professional or personal or both? I think that's always a good one. Yeah. And then I think people get a little too caught up in thinking that, there's something like a perfect life out there that's mm. not hard. And I think overall life's just going to be brutal sometimes. Sure. You just have to be able to be prepared to meet the challenge. I mean, you don't have to be great at it. Just get through it. I think that is a very transparent and very fair thing to say that it, life is hard yeah. sometimes. And that's part of it. doesn't matter. I mean, you could have great runs, but. And it's also, I mean, like people have talked about forever that if we didn't have that, how could we possibly appreciate the good times? Yeah. If there's nothing to compare to. Well, we have enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Carrie. And more importantly, thank you for being you and always being willing to help everyone in the office. You are you're very much appreciated. Thank you. Appreciate being here. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Carrie.